You have to stand up before you can see if anything good is going to happen. And number two, you can never underestimate the one who controls the agenda. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. This made me laugh, so I'm going to share this with you right here. Okay, the woman's husband had been slipping in and out of a coma for several months. Yet she had stayed by his bedside every single day. One day, when he finally came to, he motioned for her to come close. As she sat by him, he whispered with his eyes full of tears, You know what? You've been with me through all the bad times. When I got fired, you were there to support me. When my business failed, you were right there. When we lost the house, you stuck right beside me. And now, when my health is failing, you're still by my side. And you know what else? What, dear, she gently said as she leaned over? I think you're bad luck. I can't help it. I liked it. A few years ago, I received a letter from a top executive at Walmart that invited me to a special meeting. In fact, it required me to be there. The letter said that Walmart would be sharing its future plans with the entire sporting goods industry. And at the bottom of the letter, it said, bring your latest new product to show us. Well, I thought that was kind of strange. We had already shown Walmart all of our latest stuff, and they hadn't bought any of it. But my brother Glenn and I put our heads together, and we came up with a new product idea just in case I was put into a position where I had to have something to show. So I get to Walmart headquarters, and I go to this large auditorium to find hundreds of executives from just about every sporting goods company in America. And after the CEO of Walmart spoke for a few minutes, the executive over sporting goods grabbed the microphone and screamed, Who has a new product to show us? Well, to my absolute amazement, nothing happened. Complete silence in the auditorium. Finally, after what seemed to be an eternity, I stood up. And the executive said, Hello, Bob. What do you have to show us? So I pulled this product out of a little plastic bag, and I began to sh a little show and tell about it. And before I even finished, he said, I love it. We'll buy it. We'll take 40,000 units. I sat down in shock. I couldn't believe I got the order. Then, as he kept talking, it hit me. And the light went off in my head. I had just received a huge order 
not because Walmart was impressed with my product and certainly not because my sales pitch was very smooth, but simply because I was the first to stand up. You see, I had fit into their agenda that day. They were wanting to make a point to their suppliers that they could make a quick decision. And I was the beneficiary of that agenda. Well, I learned two very important life lessons that day. The first one is this. You have to stand up before you can see if anything good is going to happen. And number two, you can never underestimate the one who controls the agenda. Now, I guess I could have learned that lesson a little earlier in life if I had paid attention to the scriptures because there's a story that takes place on an ancient battlefield with thousands of Philistines on one side and thousands of Israelites on the other, cowering in fear to an intimidating giant. But there was one shepherd boy who wasn't afraid to stand up and step out in the name of God Almighty to fulfill his destiny, bring honor to God and victory to his people. Young David knew who controlled the agenda, you see. But nothing good would have happened that day if he didn't stand up first. You know, we like to think that David was special, but David was just a man with special faith. And God can use you and me today just like he used David then. I know many of you have hopes and dreams and a vision for your future. Maybe today is your day to stand up and step out in Jesus' name. We all strive to be strong, not weak. But the problem is we were all created with some strengths and weaknesses. Stay tuned for some good news. God's power is made perfect in your weaknesses. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. How many of you remember the line of this scripture? When I am weak, then I am strong. Have you heard that before? Well, I want to talk about that in just a moment. 
right after I share a little humor with you, okay? Here we go. A lady called her pastor. The pastor was a wise gentleman who had that calm, reassuring voice that oozes confidence. The lady, who was obviously crying, said, Pastor, I was born blind and I've been blind all my life. I don't mind so much being blind, but I I have some well-meaning friends who tell me that if I had more faith, I could be healed. The pastor then asked her, tell me, do you carry one of those white walking canes? Well, yes, I do, she replied. Okay, then, the pastor says, the next time one of your well-meaning friends says that to you, I want you to hit them over the head with a cane and then tell them, if you had more faith, that wouldn't hurt. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you would say, just, just, just to set the record straight. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it is in our nature to believe that, that all weakness is a bad thing. We all strive to be strong, not weak. And we grow up aspiring to develop strong minds and strong bodies to create successful lives. But the problem is... We're all created with some strengths and some weaknesses. And recognizing these weaknesses and knowing how to deal with them is just as important as to achieving a successful life as capitalizing on our strengths. You know, we all know somebody personally, and we certainly know of people who have accomplished tremendous success just, just to fall hard due to their, their weaknesses. And a recent easy example to point to would be Terrell Owens, T.O., the, the uh, Dallas Cowboy football player. I mean, what a tremendous athlete. He's such a force on the playing field, it, it just seems like there's nothing that he can't do. But his weaknesses in managing his personal relationships and his fame are severely hampering his success in life. But you see, God made us all with strengths and weaknesses. And to understand the scripture that we were talking about, when I am weak, then I am strong. You have to understand where the Apostle Paul was coming from when he wrote it. He was in the middle of defending his ministry in a letter to his beloved Corinthians. And he was responding to criticism by church people who was jealous of his impact on the people of Corinth. And they had made this observation that while Paul wrote really great letters, in person, he was a very unimpressive figure physically. And he had no charisma at all as a speaker. And, and you know, it would be natural for, for, for Paul to have been hurt by those comments. I mean, after all, he knew that all of his efforts toward those people were sincere. And no one could argue with of what Paul had witnessed and survived in his life, especially for the cause of Christ. I mean, he was beaten a number of times. He was thrown in prison. He was stoned. He was shipwrecked. I mean, just about everything you could imagine had happened to Paul. But his response to the Corinthians was something like this. He said, you know, I could, I could brag about all the things I've seen and done. 
about my first-hand relationship with the Lord, about my vision of heaven, about all the persecution that I've suffered. I could tell you all these things to dispute my, my critics, but instead, I want to brag about my weakness because God knows I've got them. And in spite of them, the Lord himself told me, my grace is sufficient for you. Now listen to this. And he said, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Paul went on to say, I'm happy to boast about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. I'm happy for the insults. I'm happy for the hardships, the persecution, and in all difficulties. Here's where it came, where, where, the, where, the, where the line is. I'm happy for all the problems, for when I am weak, then I'm strong. What an amazing revelation. We can acknowledge our weaknesses so that Christ can perfect us. I mean, can we really count our, our weaknesses as a blessing from God? Well, the Apostle Paul showed us that we can. Because for every inability that we have, for every iniquity that we're tempted by, for every infirmary our body deals with, Jesus knows we have it. And Jesus has promised to work on us all the way to per perfection. The message is that our strengths and our weaknesses belong to Him. So don't let your shortcomings and your insecurities and your doubts and your failures cause you to run from God. For these are the very things that God wants to reveal His power to perfect in you. And you might say, well, I'm just too messed up. Just got too many weaknesses. Well, let me tell you today that the more weaknesses that you have, the more miraculous the work that can be done in your life through Jesus Christ. You can't overcome them by yourself. But with Christ, you can say, for when I am weak, then I am strong. A few minutes ago, the song said, He's the defender of the weak. He, com he comforts those in need. He lifts us up like wings of eagles. When I am weak, then I am strong. Generosity is about how much you give of what you were blessed by God to have. Stay right there to learn four benefits of being a generous person. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked on the seat of his car. He had, but I handed him my Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight, and I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright, I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high-power 500-lumen flashlight, chips-on-board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. 
It's equipped with programmable memory settings for each light mode, has four times adjustable zoom, and it's rechargeable. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the powerful rechargeable second generation Slide King flashlight at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at nebotools.com. That's N E B O Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. So in studying this phenomenon of generosity, I discovered that most people who we all consider to be very generous don't even know why they are so generous. They just naturally tend to be that way. And since they have already embedded generosity as part of their life they don't consider it all that important why they are good at it but if they did think about it I believe that they would acknowledge that having a generous spirit means they are always the beneficiary of their giving they are the beneficiary of their giving and as Christians we are also called to be generous. The word says, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. So why is it important to be generous? Well, the first reason to be generous is because a generous spirit emulates a character trait of Jesus Christ. Christ gave his life for you and me. He allowed himself to go from the highest place to the lowest place in order to save our life. No one has ever been more generous to you than Jesus Christ. Would you agree with me? That's enough reason to be generous with what you were blessed to have. That's enough right there, but there's more. Another reason to be generous is because generosity defeats all forms of materialism. Now, the word says that where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And it also says that you can't serve both God and money. You see, God knows that we will always struggle with the temptation of material things, but... By exercising generosity in our life, we overcome it. By placing the giving to others above our own desires, we defeat the temptation of life, of materialism. Now, another good reason to be generous is because generosity strengthens our faith. It creates a bonding experience with the Lord. When we give up what we could have to help something good to give something good to someone else the word says your giving proves the reality of your faith when we give generously we know we are tapping into principles and promises that God has for us principles that work into our daily life and finally if we want to be generous because generous giving is an investment in today and in eternity The Word gives us many references to how giving blesses us in our daily life. It says, give generously, 
and do so without a grudging heart? Then because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and everything you put your hand to. And the Apostle Paul said, whoever sows generously will also reap generously. So generosity comes back to us in blessings of all forms. But what is even more exciting than that is how generosity has benefits that go beyond this life. Our generosity doesn't determine how we get to heaven. Our acceptance of Christ who died for our sins does that. But the Lord said, don't store up treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. The Lord wants us to develop a kingdom mentality and understand that our generous spirit is an investment in this life and in the next. Think about that. Did you know that being generous doesn't have much to do with how much you have or how much you give? Being generous is about how much you give of what you were blessed to have. How much you give of what you are blessed to have. Now, do you feel like the pressures of life have hindered your generous spirit? Do you say, I wish I could be more generous, but I can't? If that's you, you're letting the enemy defeat you in this area of your life. I know the Lord will help you get your generous spirit breathing alive in your life today. You just need to take the step to reach out to others with your time and with your talent and with whatever resources that you have. And when you do, The generous spirit that's inspired by God will change you and it will grow you and God will bless you in ways you can't even imagine. And if you'll do that, I promise you something good will happen. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com 
or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's embracegrace.com or call 817-755-8484.